0: What I did see you doing was sitting on your fat fucking lazy ass and doing dick all and complaining about successful people like me that actually go out there and take the fucking hits every goddamn day. And you don't like the fact that now I'm flying all over the world, doing tango, living my life, and I worked my dick off to get where I'm at today. So I'm sorry if you want to be a poor fucking schmuck nobody, that's your choice. I don't want to be. Why?
1: Because I got ambition And
0: welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. Holy crap. Sorry for us being late on the stream today. But uh, there was apparently a driver update with the computer. So while we were trying to stream, it wouldn't go all the way through to um, kick and stuff like that. So sorry for that. I don't know what the hell is going on. It's being weird. Being very weird. And of course, the video, now that uh, we rebooted it, now the video is not working. It's not showing your camera. So the only way to get that fixed is go through and uh, reboot the whole fucking thing. But we're already live. So So. Josh is going to be a voice in my head if you're watching the live stream. So Josh is going to be like, God, he's going to be like saying random things throughout the show. So you'll hear his voice, but you're only going to see me. If you listen to the podcast normally, well, just go on about your day because nothing has changed. Holy crap. What a way to start a Thursday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And of course, you know, I'm sitting here trying to, like, fix all this stuff, and Josh is over there on the kick channel trying to fix it. And, of course, there's a bikini girl right there where he's just like, who is this? It's like she's on the front page, like 1,300 viewers. She's, you know. she's crushing it. So absolutely good for you. Good for No, not really. These digitally thoughts are worse than cancer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm in the hot tub. So. <laughs> Josh is in the hot tub. Absolutely. Right now, he is actually in the hot tub. Uh, What's going on, America? Thank you for being here with us today. Again, sorry for all the confusion. Sorry for all the hiccups on the thing. Not a whole lot I can do about that. Um, We're just going to push through it. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Don't forget it is the 4th of July sale that is going on. Save 15% off and earn double the points now through July 4th. Use code LIBERTY, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y. Same deal and code are both on the Shellshock CBD site and the 1920 brand. 1920 brand.com if you like whiskey we've got the old-fashioned drink mix for sale over there as well as some great uh branded uh, things such as the bars mats the glasses we now have the ice cubes you can go check that out it's a great time great business we appreciate all that love and support today feels like a friday i was saying earlier but now it just feels like a monday after all these troubles that we have to go through to get this computer fixed A freaking nvidia card graphic driver update that was the problem You'd think there'd be like some kind of I don't know alert system on the computers like hey this is out of uh, out of date you need to upgrade or update whatever the case I don't know I use I don't I don't use computers that much anymore Oh my gosh Josh probably has his put out no camera view well 100 that's exactly what it is How did I you not know that
1: Do that anyway He does that anyway you See the top half of me
0: Don't you threaten me
1: with a good time
0: Don't you threaten me with a good time Oh my gosh! Let me see if I can get this video thing working. No, it's not going to. It's being a, being an asshole, being an asshole.
1: All right. About well, Chili was about to take his business elsewhere and over to Charlie Kirk. Oh yeah. son of a bitch! Man, losing out to that
0: guy—that sucks. Oh. Uh, great gym session this morning. Uh, watched see all over the news right now. You see the Supreme Court? Yep. Striking down affirmative action in college universities, and I am all for this, because I think we've hit a point now where affirmative action is actually racism because it's favoriting minorities over white people. And people are going to counter this and say, well, you know, they have a harder time to get a leg up. That's actually not true. There are no laws on the books that discriminate or target minorities specifically or any case even related to that. So then you have equality. So now if you're favored, that is a form of racism. That's why equal opportunity, the rest of it needs to go away. But I like the fact the Supreme Court is doing this. Um, I just think you know it's funny to me because it's all man. Let's just let's just say the quiet part out loud. We know what community this revolves around. It's the black community. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You know why? Because there was a lot of complaints about the Asian community going into these colleges and dominating. Why? Because their culture is one of hard work, and studying, and applying oneself, and being successful. And people don't like that. They just think that based upon the color of their skin, they should be entitled to get great grades. And if you don't, well, you're a racist. Everything is racist. It's true. It's true, folks. Uh, Let me, let's just get straight into the news here. I'll pull myself down right there. We got on the background. Uh, Right off the bat, Supreme Court. Supreme Court. And you just know. You just know they're going to be, they're waiting for like, uh, to to the racist accusations, you know, Clarence Thomas, he's black. Uh, there's a few minorities on this thing and you know, now it's going to be like, they're all racist. It's like, really? It's a, it's a mixture of people. So you're telling me that people from all walks of life, all different colors of skin, they're now racist just because you didn't get your way. I mean, you just, you just got to love this folks. You, You have to love this. But again, you know, this is the liberal playbook. This is what they do. It won't be it won't be shocking.
1: It's not gonna you be know, shocking. It's, to me. it's strange to me because how many minorities are on the Supreme Court now? The three or four.
0: Oh, we got Sotomayor. we got Thomas. Who else? Uh, uh, Kajana Jackson. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. The one that can't yeah. tell the biology of a woman. So you've got three minorities right there. And then you've I mean, got you got three they, or four women. So
1: and they're old. Oh yeah. So yeah. they've been able to Pull themselves up by their bootstraps and mm. make it all the way to the Supreme Court. What? Uh, no, being a people of color, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're right. But how did they do it? Exception to the rule, apparently. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, the whole thing just seems very racist to me that you would just, you know. Cater to one race. Yeah. Well, that's it's it should the race be that screams academically and, based.
0: and the most, gets the most
1: attention. And honestly, I'm not sure I would want to go to a school that that participate yeah. in that stuff. Oh, well, that's but, it's it's you know, people just use it as like a virtue signaling thing.
0: That's what they're really mainly going for on these, is to basically say, Hey, look at us, look how much we love minorities, we're good people, trust us, love us, yada yada yada. When in reality, it's completely undermining the whole balance of academia. Um it's just, it's sad to see this, but I think we're finally hitting that point now to where people are waking up to the fact like, yeah, this is racist. This is not how it should yeah, be, you know, it be. because if you basically acknowledge the fact that, well, it can go one of two ways. If you say that we do have equality, then affirmative action gets canceled because it's therefore now racist. The only application of equal equal opportunity and things such as that was that when there was massive discrimination, they didn't have access to the same jobs, to everything. But now that you've got that, my God, you can have lawsuits over this now. You've got the ACLU. You've got all of these things out there. And then what do white people have? If you get discriminated in a workplace and you're white, they're not going to believe you. Half the time, they're not. I'm like, what? Stop. I don't know. Supreme Court racial preferences unconstitutional in college admissions. Washington, D.C. Racial preference in college admissions violate the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. The Supreme Court decided Thursday in historic decision with the profound implications of racial preferences in many areas of law and public policy. The Supreme Court upheld racial preferences uh, euphemistically called affirmative action in college admissions in the Becky decision of 1978. Since then, Debates have raged about whether to use quotas, point systems, or other ways of favoring one applicant over another based on the color of their skin, with the Supreme Court upholding some approaches while trimming the sails on others. Conservatives have issued, or excuse me, conservatives have insisted for half a century that the constitution does not allow any of those approaches. The equal protection clause of the 14th Amendment commands that no state shall deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. The Supreme Court has also acknowledged that the central premise of the Equal Protection Clause is to forbid laws and public policies that discriminate on the basis of race. Well, then, when you basically are favoring one race over another, is that not some form of discrimination?
1: Yes. The answer, the answer yes. to that
0: question is a resounding yes. Yes, it is. Now, it was different. In Jim Crow era, clearly it was not the law was not applicable and was not applied equally across the board. But the only thing that the left and black minority liberals have to counter this with is they're going to resort back to school or, excuse me, to police brutality, blah, 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 being targeted according to your skin color. When you actually go look at the stats, the crime stats, your culture is one of just extreme violence in America. And the fact that you get targeted for it is your own community's fault. You claim to be the black community. Everything is community. You've got black entertainment. you got all this stuff. You have your own community. But then when it's the negative sides of your community, well, then you're no longer a community. Now you got to hold the individual accountable. But when it's not in that capacity or in that context, then it's on the individual. Like I really wish people would make up their mind on this. Even Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream. Content of character besides the color of skin. It kind of goes against the very same thing they pretend to stand for, even though they're actually for preferential treatment, natural racism, discrimination. My God, I have never seen so much racism from black people towards whites in my entire life. My entire life. Like back during the early times. Yeah, I could understand why black people would hate white people by and large. I get it. The discrimination, the racism. I understand it. But we don't live in that time anymore. It's long gone. But I think that now contemporary minorities try and use this as a means of getting over on the system. Because how easy it to, say, how easy is it to actually just say that, it wasn't me that didn't get the job because of my lack of qualification or maybe my poorly written or worded resume. Maybe I didn't hold myself in a certain manner they didn't like. I didn't seem professional. Yada, yada. No, it's just because I'm black. It's the easiest cop out that we have seen time after time and is the number one go to in the liberal playbook. Always with the race card and people are just getting fed up with it. Finally. While the 14th Amendment applies only to state governments, which includes state and local public universities, Title uh, Six of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 also extends to racial discrimination in institutions that accept federal tax money. Now, that's where the difference is. Now, normally, as a libertarian, if you're a private business, I think you should have the right to discriminate. Yes, that is your business. You have the right, because when people think discrimination, they think automatically based upon race. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the no shoes, no shirt, no service, that's discriminating. It is discriminating against a person that does not meet that criteria. Now, I think businesses should have that right. We saw in San Francisco, the one coffee shop that did not want to serve police officers. There's a lot of organizations out there that will not serve police. They don't want anything to do with any Republicans, yada, yada, yada. They have the right to discriminate. But suddenly, if you want to discriminate against black people saying we don't want to serve blacks, that's too far. Explain that to me because I don't get it. I think a private business should have the right to discriminate based upon whatever they want. It's their business. The government has no right to interject itself. Unless, unless, dramatic pause for effect, you are taking federal dollars. Then you're a proxy government representative. Then you cannot discriminate. You have to serve everyone equally. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. And a lot of these institutions, I mean, there's like an 8% budget, 8% in the federal budget for education. I'm against it. You should receive no federal funding. I don't want it. The whole the whole premise behind federal funding is what has caused massive inflation in academia and healthcare. In, in an effort to bring the lower economic bracket up through means of education, by offering them scholarships, grants, all of these things, to help them get through and get a better education. What are these individual corporations doing? And by that, I mean actual colleges. They are raising the tuition costs because they get more money from the federal government. We saw it during COVID. We saw it during all these times, anytime the government says, Hey, we're going to basically give you free money to help a certain class of people. These corporate institutions raise the costs because they get more of the money from the government. That's how it always works. Instead of relying solely upon community, which community has been known to be very, very effective. You instead rely on the government, and the government just exacerbates the problem and makes it even worse. Which, ultimately, they take your tax money to help this, and then they charge you even more tuition. And now they were trying to discriminate against you. The system is stacked against you, folks. The system is stacked against you. Now, I think that we're finally hitting a point in America that I'm actually glad to see is that now people are pulling away saying, I'm not going to college, I'm going to a trade school. Yeah. Trade schools don't care. They'll take anybody. And it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Trade schools don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. If these academia places want to act like this, like I'm sorry, I think college is overrated. I I really do. Agreed. I think it's, high, it's, a, it's a business scam. Folks, nobody, nobody can explain to me why is it that when you want to go in a certain degree field, you have to take all these other electives that don't even apply towards your degree field. That makes no sense. Why? It's one other way for them to scam you out of money. College and institutions are nothing but scams. You don't need them to be successful. Now, again, I hate to say this, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be a doctor, yeah, you have to kind of go through that. I get it. I get it. But I think the majority of people out there, you don't need college. I know that goes against everything our parents taught us because even my dad is like, all right, you're going to college if I have to kick your ass through it. Nope, went to the army. Well, I went to college in the army, but still. There are means of making it out there. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, I make this comparison of, say, for example, you pay all this money to get a degree. I make the same comparison going into a marriage. You know, when people get married, they want to have this very elaborate expensive wedding. You're dropping $20,000, dollars $40,000 on one day. That's supposed to be for you, but realistically, it's for everybody else. So you're already entering into this union in debt, normally for most people. I don't understand that. I just don't get that. It's like if you want it and it's just an uppity elaborate wedding, then you better strike the lottery because I'm not dropping 20, 30 grand on one day. Ain't happening. I'd rather take that money, let's invest five, 10 grand, make it a good little hoopla, whatever the case may be, and save money and go travel the world and go do stuff or have a nice house, buy a car, buy something. But so many of these people that I've known throughout my life, they want to get married, they drop all this money on the stupid wedding day that just, the day it itself stresses them out. The guests act like complete assholes. It's the same as college. You go in there, you study your ass off and you're walking out with a bill of 200,000 if you're lucky, if you're lucky. So now you're already in the hole, two g two hundred Gs. Now you got to go out and buy a house or an apartment and a car and all this other stuff. I get why the newer generations are upset. They're already in the hole, starting out in life. I get it. The boomers have left us with a really, really shitty deal. I get it. But it was the boomers in Congress, the boomers in government. I'm just saying. Everything good? Oh, yeah, it's uh, Synthwave. I have it muted. Sorry. It's coming out of the headset. (sighs) Students for fair admissions filed a number of lawsuits against public and private schools. The Supreme Court eventually took two of them. A challenge to the admissions policy of the University of North Carolina, UNC, under the 14th Amendment, and a challenge to Harvard's policy under Title VII. Excuse me, six. The Supreme Court held a six three that UNC's policy is unconstitutional. Six uh, three. What you want about who those three were?
1: Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> Sotomayor. Sotomayor. Yeah, I think
0: Jackson. Jackson. I think she had rec- she rec- Did she recuse herself? Yeah,
1: because she she's a coward. She went to Harvard.
0: Mm. Oh, so she. Wow.
1: Well, still. How did she get in there? Oh, Elizabeth Warren.
0: Speaking with forked tongue. Mm. Uh, challenge to the admission policy of the University of North Carolina under the foot of the law. Supreme Court held the decision 6 the UNC's policy is unconstitutional, held the same regard Harvard's policy by 6 to 2 vote. Justice Kentenji Brown Jackson recused herself from the Harvard case. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the majority opinion, joined by all the conservatives and moderate justices. So basically, the liberals said, no, we don't agree with this. And everybody else that has common sense with the likes of the, of the center aisle type said, yes, this is unconstitutional. You know, every single one of those judges should have voted in favor that this was unconstitutional. There is no other way to interpret the Constitution when it comes to discrimination, when taking federal dollars. But now, folks, you see, that's when people say, well, let's take it to the Supreme Court. Even the Supreme Court can rule against what you feel to be true. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. The majority opinion declared that the Harvard and UNC admissions program cannot be reconciled with the guarantees of the equal protection clause in, it concludes... The Constitution deals with substance, not shadows, and the prohibition against racial discrimination is leveled at the same thing, not the name. A benefit to a student who overcame racial discrimination, for example, must be tied to that student's courage and determination, or a benefit to a student whose heritage or culture motivated him or her to assume a leadership role or attain a particular goal must be tied to that student's unique ability. It just keeps going on and on and on. Many universities have for far too long done just the opposite. And in so doing, they have concluded wrongly that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges, bested skills built or lessons learned, but the color of their skin. Our constitutional history does not tolerate that choice. They are right here. They are 100% correct on the money. I agree with them on this. I'm glad they took the stance. But of course, Every politician out there, everyone under the sun is going to be screaming bloody murder, racism, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, that's where we live. We live in this age now where we say these words that now have no meaning or we're using them in the wrong context. It's racism. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me get this. Let me, get, let me try to understand where you're coming from here. It's racism if colleges cannot show favoritism towards someone based only upon the color of their skin Please make that make sense to me because I don't get that. I don't understand that. It makes no sense at all. But, of course, in true fashion, uh, I was reading in the comments section, apparently Pelosi is uh, screaming, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it, it just this is what it is. This exa- it's, We just see this over and over and over and over and over again. And it's getting to the point where people are just kind of fed up and tired with it. Everything is racism. And that's why when they, they have these calls and screams for racism, nobody believes them. It's the boy who's cried wolf repeatedly. Weird, just weird. Then again, what the hell do I know? What do you know? Now, here's the crazy thing: Trump hails great day for America as Supreme Court ends affirmative action uh, in colleges. I kind of wish they would go even further. Anybody, anybody on the federal take should not be allowed to do that at all. At all. But that's just me. Um, But also Donald Trump himself was actually for affirmative action. A truth social today said it was a good thing, good move. But not so long ago, um, he was actually in favor of it. Stand by. Curious on this one. I'd like to know where he stands now because it's like not so long ago, you were saying it's a great thing. Here. Yes or no? Hold on.
1: Affirmative action. Should we keep it? Yes or no? I'm fine with affirmative action. I mean, I, should it be expanded I, or is been it should be limited. Well, it should be, you know, you have to also go free market, you have to go capability, you have to do a lot of things. But I'm fine with affirmative action. We've lived with it for a long time, and I've lived with it for a long time, and I've had great relationships with lots of people, so I'm fine with
0: it. I'm confused on that. Now, if Trump's changed his mind, that's fine. I don't, I don't, anybody can change their mind. I'm okay with that. But I'm wondering, this was not so long ago, but now Trump is saying this is a great day. So which is it? Are we for or against it? And I think this is a question that's going to be posed to a lot of people now, because There is no gray matter. The gray area is gone. Now it's black or white, no pun intended. Do we need affirmative action in this country? And the answer should be a resounding no, we don't. You know, they talk about affirmative action and things like that with the gender pay gap when it comes to male and females, which has been debunked so many times over. Equal opportunity, affirmative action. We've seen how these programs... Like Milton Friedman talked about, don't judge a policy based upon what it promises to do, but only on the outcomes it provides. I'm paraphrasing there. So explain to me how hiring somebody based only upon the color of their skin and some merit, I would assume some, what does it get you? Bad leadership, bad employees, people that have poor attitudes, but you hire them based upon the color of their skin. That is stupid. That is stupid. I'm confused on this one. Former President Donald Trump on Thursday applauded the decision of the U.S. Supreme Court to strike down the consent. At least he's on the right side on this one. I'll give him that. Trump issued a statement making clear his delight. He said, This is a great day for America. People with extraordinary ability and everything else necessary for success, including the future greatness of our country, are finally being rewarded. This is the ruling everyone was wanting and hoping for, and the result was amazing. It will also keep us competitive with the rest of the world. He's not wrong on this. He said in that little soundbite I played, you free market. Yes. Let the free market run its course. The free market will course correct if necessary. Not the government. Every time the government kind of tries to come in there and course correct this free stream of free market capitalism, they screw it up and create a dam. And then you get inflation. And then AIDS. I don't know why AIDS. People keep asking me what I think of RFK Jr. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan right here. You know, this guy, people are saying he might run as an independent. I don't know. But this guy has some good things I like about him, but he's got a lot of things I don't like about him.
1: His voice. I don't
0: care care about that. Actually, I kind of feel bad for it. It sounds like he's struggling. It's like, bro, just write it. Just write it or text. Let's just text. Sign language. I don't know. It sounds like it hurts him when he's I'm not making fun of the guy. It sounds like it actually hurts him when he talks. Um, But this is breaking. RFK Jr. said he would sign assault weapons ban if it reached his desk. Why any conservative would ever ever consider, why any libertarian would ever consider RFK Jr. as somebody worthy of voting for is beyond me. I remember watching a, uh, when he first hit the scene months ago, denouncing his run, I watched a video where he basically talked about anyone in the government that criticized climate change should be prosecuted. How is that any different than what they're doing to Trump right now? Well, actually, let me take that back there is a little difference. One involves classified documentation. This is political prosecution of a political enemy, which I guess you could still say that still holds some weight. I'm confused on this. Now he says uh, democratic president. Uh, he's running as a Democrat by the way. People saying he might be running as an independent. He's, he's Democrat presidential uh, hopeful Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Told a news nation town hall on Wednesday night, he would sign an assault weapons ban if it reached his desk. When RFK Jr. was asked about an assault weapons ban, the question was framed to reflect strong Democrat support for such a measure. He responded, if we can get a consensus on it, if Republicans and Democrats agree and pass in Congress, I would sign it. Republicans aren't going to agree. They're not going to agree. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be agreeing.
1: You know, I, I just think a lot of that is just talking oh, yeah. points. No, I agree. Yeah. Like, they can do most of the stuff though when they get in there. I mean, I know Trump was like, oh, I'm going to build the wall. I'm going to build the wall. But once he got in the office, he ran into so much shit on trying to put up that wall. Yeah. I mean, it's there's just a lot of red tape to get through. So, yeah, I I really don't believe most of what these people say.
0: Yeah. But
1: I think it's good that he's running.
0: I like the Smitty Savage kick chat. It says, Major Tajor, who John and Josh still have yet to bring on the show. Okay, number one, I've reached out. I reach out to people. They don't respond because my following is gone. You want the truth? Here's the truth. My following is gone. And normally when people don't have a big following, bigger people are not going to come on their shows. Now, we get over 200,000 downloads a month on this show. People don't know that. Every time I try and grow a channel, I get banned. The podcast is it. So don't you dare wag your little finger at me. And imply that I didn't bring, but no, I've reached out to countless people. They don't respond because I'm not big enough in their eyes. Check that. That shit pisses me the fuck off.
1: Who John and Josh have yet to bring
0: on. I like but we're running uh, from the
1: guy. I like Vivek Ramaswamy.
0: Uh, there's, I've listened to what know. he said. I, mean, I am too, but I think that guy's he's just he's a Trump lap dog. I really you do. think so?
1: Yeah,
0: I don't. He does, he, dude. He's polling less than like for, he's like what like four or five percent. He knows. He knows he doesn't stand a chance. So it's kind of like, at what point are you going to waste so much money that it's just like, look, you don't have a chance here. You might as well throw in the towel. You might as well.
1: Yeah, but I probably most of them are trying to get cabinet positions, but uh, you That's know, what from what he's said, yeah. I like the things that he's, the, some of the points that he said. I, but again, them, yeah. I guess it goes back to You have to take most of this with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As going back to the border wall, though, I think most people, that's the fault, number one, of Trump. And that's the fault of the people that voted for Trump and believe that. Because most people, when Trump said that, the first thing was, so how are you going to get this built? Where's the funding? You're going to get Congress. You're going to whip the votes on this. And then he said Mexico will pay for it. Yeah. I was like, okay, this will be interesting to see. How are you going to facilitate this through the art of the deal? It never happened. And also Congress said no. You know, he gets some of it done, but what he got it funded through equal opportunity or equal opportunity, (laughs) EO, executive action, affirmative action, executive orders, which I was listening to a debate today. And this one guy's like, Trump fixed so much. He signed so many executive orders like that's not a fix. Like, you don't get that. You didn't get the votes. Therefore, you resort to executive orders. Therefore, it's being circumvented. It will be undone when the next president takes office. It's not a fix. It's a temporary. Don't sit there and be satisfied with mediocrity. When somebody makes you a promise you first have to ask them how are you going to fulfill this promise instead a lot of people are like oh he said we built the wall mexico paid for
1: it blah, blah, blah. but nobody's asking how are you gonna get the votes on this i do think when he was in office we had the lowest illegal immigration cro- uh, and what his i'm not record. arguing that yeah yeah he, so he, i mean he was good for it, but i think thing, what he was doing was good what he what he did was working
0: it was and the thing well i think even more so now when you see DeSantis talking about the e-file in Florida, that's how you're going to hit it in the butt. Like, you you attack it economically to where people now, it's, it's basically so isolated that, <clears throat> excuse me, the economic cheese to the trap, if you will, is always going to exist. Therefore, there's always going to be those wanting to come across the board. And the thing is, I don't blame them. Yeah. Man, if I lived in freaking, you know, uh, these places that they're coming from in these third world countries where you can't even work enough to even pay for your bills, you're already in debt. I'd want to leave too. I get it. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I thank God to this day. Knock on wood. Well, not like that's going to matter. It's not like I'm going to be freaking, you know, dying, resurrecting some other country. But we were very fortunate to be born in America. And America is a great land of opportunity. It really is. Otherwise, why is everybody their mom and their second, third cousin, Jose, and his grandkids and all the others trying to get over here? It's true. There's a lot of uh, incentivization over here. But I want to go back to the main point, though, that I think the people need to start waking up and understanding how Congress actually works. So when these politicians come out there and they start making these promises, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Uh, did we get Obamacare repealed? No, we did not. That didn't happen. Paul Ryan kept tap dancing around that. And people are going to start saying, well, Paul Ryan's a freaking rhino. Trump endorsed Paul Ryan. Said he was a good guy multiple times. We are being lied to. or not? Well, yeah, I mean, lied to, yes. But it's all basically corruption because Paul Ryan and him,
1: they got donors. Seems like Trump said that about everybody, though. He does. He says it he, about everybody. He, says everybody. Like, he called Kim Jong-un a good guy. Jesus. So. Yeah, he
0: actually... Yeah, the other day was that like just two might be ago. his thing. It like, is all right. Thing? Yeah,
1: he's a good guy. I don't care. I mean, is, he's a fucking he's dictator. Gonna... He's a He kills people. Not he kills until somebody like really comes up against him, And he's uh, like, then it's oh well, yeah, you know, gloves are off, and he's gonna start swinging. Milk
0: toast, Kaylee, freaking ex press secretary, and it's just like, bro, like she was a staunch defender of yours, and then you attack her for showing a poll that says DeSantis has got a lead on something. Like this is just childishness on Trump's part, and that's why I feel like I'm people are loyal. just getting not loyal at all. Like that's what they want: blind obedience. Like. On Twitter, AA Savage Show, the most common thing I see from Trump voters is that DeSantis, you know, needs to wait his turn. Um, where in the constitution does it say that? This turn, what is this like a freaking monarchy? You kidding me? Anybody can run for president. Like you're not saying that about Vivek, you're not saying that about uh Christy Noam, these other people, not Christy Noem, uh, Nikki Haley. But it's you're saying that about DeSantis, which I think is ridiculous. But I don't know. It's funny to me, but I think people need to start waking up to when these politicians make these promises. Like, how are you actually going to facilitate this? you got going to get the votes. Like again, this whole impeachment thing. If Biden gets impeached in the House, great. It ain't going to pass the Senate.
1: Wasting your time. You don't think so? No. Mm, I don't know. I think I don't he think is. So. I think he might be on his way out the door before 2024 because they're going to so? ha- they're going to have to pull the trigger on something. I don't because think it's this be, guy. They don't want him to go down in disgrace though. I, I hope he stays in, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I hope he's all the way there until 2024 yeah. and he runs again because yeah. then he's just going to be he's like yeah. a pile of oatmeal. They won't be I mean? able to run on him now. But I think they're seeing that now that they're going to have to tap. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think it's going to be uh, newsome because that guy's just like a greaseball you know, scumbag. I think if they – I just – there was an article today that talked
0: about how Biden is now on a CPAP machine. He's a, no, he's on oxygen. Yeah, he's on oxygen.
1: You know, I, I mean, constantly I mean, coming to his
0: defense. In the article, like, if people actually kind of look through the BS of the article, it talks about that. I did, I didn't want to focus on it because like, this is just a nothing burger. But whatever, it was, um, it was the article that said that Biden is now using an oxygen machine because in 2008 he was diagnosed with sleep apnea. It's like, well, then why is he just now using a machine, a CPAP machine? Stop asking questions. Stop asking questions. What are you doing? I just accept it. <laughs> What are you doing? Why are you doing this? This doesn't make any sense. Um, he made a statement about assault weapons ban just minutes after in, uh, intimating that guns are not problem. He indicated that Americans have always had guns and that Americans used to bring firearms to school for gun clubs and no one thought of the school shooting or no one thought of shooting at children. Um, Jr. So, you know, I don't understand that position then. RFK Jr.'s uh, admission is he would sign an assault weapons ban came just over a week after he used the New Hampshire town hall to stand against the idea of taking guns away. This is from Breitbart.com. RFK Jr. says, Second Amendment is settled. But then you turn around and you say, you know, this is what I'm saying, like, this guy, I don't take him seriously. I just can't. The whole To sit there and say that you would prosecute somebody in government just for criticizing climate change is the most fascist thing you could even say. That is some third-world dictator crap. This guy has said it. But because he goes on Joe Rogan and he hobnobs with some people, that is like, oh, it's kind of cool. And he's jacked for being, what, 60-something? 69. 69. But that suddenly you know, validates all of his positions and it makes no sense to me. You look at this guy's stance, it's like this guy keeps flip-flopping. Now, I read in the comment that this guy could be running as an independent to shatter the Dem vote. Potentially potentially but i don't think he's running independent i think he's running democrat i could be wrong on that i could be wrong on that
1: one yeah we'll see what happens
0: i i don't think if he ran he he's he's more of like a moderate democrat he's he's an obama democrat this guy is not a, well even i can't even say that All accurately right. obama's
1: he's a full-on communist him and his husband
0: <sighs> I never saw it as bad Uh, even under Obama, like, you know, it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't this bad. Like Biden really just dropped the ball hard. Like you, you know, it's kind of like you were in the White House already. You saw the blueprint. You saw the game plan. You saw how things went. Instead of making it worse, you should have made it better because you should have fixed what Obama's screw ups were. But we still have Obamacare. Thank you, John McCain. Appreciate that piece of crap. Um. And then RFK Jr. turns around and says, I will legalize psychedelic drugs, build health centers for addiction. No. No. Again, no. Yes for legalizing drugs. No for building health centers because whose money is taken to build that? You. Mine. Mine. Why is it my responsibility to have my taxpayer money spent to build a healing center for someone that suck a needle in their arm? Why is that my response? This is just more socialist policies that don't work and they don't fix the situation. You know how you fix the situation? You let those people that are addicted die. I'm just, I'm curious on that one. You let them die. It's not your responsibility to save them. just curious. Legalize psychedelic drugs. Yes. hundred percent. It's your right. You want to eat something? You want to eat some shit? I don't give a shit. Do what you want to do, but then say, but we're also going to take your money and build health centers for those with addiction. What? Okay. I don't know. I don't agree with that. Democratic presidential contender IFK Jr. told a newspaper or town hall on Wednesday night that he would legalize psychedelic drugs as well as marijuana while also building healing centers for addiction, healing centers, rehab. They're calling them now healing center. We're going to heal. We're going to heal. We're going to heal the Coke out of your nose and the heroin out of your friggin' veins. Why is that again? You know, this is akin to me having to foot the hospital bill, ...of some fat ass that engorged themselves on cheeseburgers for the entirety of their life... ...and now they're morbidly obese, their heart is just begging to just explode... ...because it can't take it anymore, and I got to foot the bill for that fat ass? How is that fair? But this is what they want. We're going to build health centers. It's no different than building a hospital and putting fat fucks in there. Oh, let's talk about that. Well, ma'am, it says here that you live on six, you know, Cokes a day. The healthiest thing you eat is the lettuce on your cheeseburger... But I gotta pay that bill. You see, this this is what Americans just don't seem to get. This newer generation of idiots with one these kids don't understand. We don't have a social contract with one another. A contract means two individuals freely executing and signing said contract once they're in agreement. I never signed any kind of social contract with any of you fuckers. And I don't expect you to pay my hospital bills. If I go out there and smoke every single day of my life, get lung cancer, and then go to the hospital and say, I need a new lung, whatever, blah, blah, blah you're going to foot the bill? Why is that any of your responsibility? Well, what about the poor? What about them? We can set up community things for them. The disabled, those unable to work, I get it. But this idea of setting up drug rehab facilities on the taxpayer dime, well, John, what else are you going to do with them? Kick them the fuck out. Get rid of them. You can't sleep here at night. You better go find someplace else. Or push more for freaking tax breaks for, uh, excuse me, community rehab centers through sponsor donations. It's doable. We've seen it done. A lot of nonprofits operate in the very, very same capacity. And it works. But every time government, every time government steps in, They always screw it up every single time. We need to make addiction treatment easy, simple, cheap, he said, saying he would make treating addiction a priority as president, citing his own experience in overcoming addiction and helping others to do the same. Americans were suffering from chronic inflammation spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, he said, describing addiction as a national crisis. Why not go for the source of this and go after Big Pharma?
1: Because they pay the bills. There you go.
0: So instead of treating the problem, you want to create a solution for said problem. When realistically, all you're doing is helping the circle of life continue, the circle of perpetuating victimhood. Big pharma gets you addicted to all these pain pills, blah, blah, blah. blah. Now you're a addict, go to the rehab. Yet you're not targeting those that are responsible. And technically, the people that are responsible are the users themselves. Nobody forced that pill in your mouth. Nobody told you to stick that needle in your arm. You chose to do it. Did I mention that we're running a Fourth of July sale for Shell Shock CBD for Delta Eight product THC? You know what's great? There's no negative side effects. It's non-addictive. Fourth of July is go, uh, sales going on right now. Code Liberty is going to save you 15 percent off, and also you get double reward points if you go to shellshockcbd.com or 1920brand.com. That's right. Drink and smoke to your heart's desire, folks. That's the great part about it.
1: That's right. That's great. It's running you all the eat. way through Fourth of July. Fourth of July. <laughs> Is it ending on 4th of July, or we did we extend it a couple more days after 4th of July? Uh, I guess we'll just
0: have to game it and see. Normally, we go a little bit after, but I don't yeah. know. On the reading or the write-out Tyler made for me, it's um it says 4th of July. 4th of July, sale 50% off and earn double points now through July 4th. Use code LIBERTY, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y. Same deal and code on both Shellshock, CBD, and 1920brand.com. Yeah, I'm going to plug my own thing. Got to give a real quick special shout-out. Special shout out. That's right, folks. It's it's John's time to rant. Um, Where's this at? Where's this at? Let me let me let me let me let me. Let me okay, Jeff Nichols. Jeff Nichols on Instagram. Excuse me, Facebook. On the post I put when I was on Alex Stein's show, said John went and jumped the shark as he was in this for the vets and people, but now it's how much money he can make. This is from Jeff Nichols. He was in it for the vets, but now he's jumped the shark. Um, you mean jump ship? What's jump shark mean? Never heard that one.
1: Is that is that is that a thing? It's a uh, Happy Days reference to when they were in their final stages of their their show. They had Fonzie jumping a shark over uh, in like Hawaii or something like that. So that's oh, the reference. Oh. Jumping the sh- and it was like one of the worst episodes ever. <laughs> jump
0: the shark. So I guess unless you're a Happy Days officiado, you're not gonna know what that means. Um, well, bro, let me let me explain something to you real quick. I was in it for the vets for a very very long time. I was traveling around the country. I was going to VAs. I was using my following to highlight bad atrocities that were happening to our brothers and sisters in arms, and all I was met with were haters like you. You didn't pay my bills. You didn't buy my dinners. You didn't pay for my gas. You didn't pay for my cars. You didn't pay for my tires. You didn't pay for anything. You just expected me to use this following and select a life of poverty to try and help veterans. Instead, I got attacked nonstop. Granted, a lot of it was my own fault because I have very, very strong opinions. But then I turned around and we launch a business. It becomes successful. That's after having launched many businesses, working very hard, taking a lot of financial hits, Personal hits as well. And then I'm successful, and now you have the audacity to tell me that I'm in it for the money? Well, let me shine a light on something for you. You're right. I am about the money. Because any dipshit that's going to sit there and tell you as a business owner that it's not about the money is a shitty business owner. If you want to sit there and put your priorities and principles above everything else, your business will not last. But here's the beautiful part about it. I've never sold out veterans. I've never sold out myself. Will you use your veterans that you're damn right I do. I use my veteran status because as a combat veteran that knows what it's difficult it is to sleep at night, PTSD, shit like that. Yes, we formulate products to actually help veterans. Well, John, now you're making money off. Okay, well then how else are we supposed to go to market with? Give it away for free? So now you want me to pay for stuff to help unfuck you? No. But what we did do, we dropped below 40% market value. We didn't price gouge. Go look at American Shaman. Matter of fact, let's do this right now, Jeff Nichols. Since you want to fucking, you want to fuck with me, I'll fuck with you back. Let's do this. American Shaman, CBD. Let's, let's just go look. Let's go take a look-see at this. We got CBD oils. Hmm. Crazy. 300 milliliter, 89, 90 bucks. Water-soluble, 59 bucks and 30 milliliters. You know what ours is? 1,500 milligrams, 50 bucks. That's cheap compared. CBD topical, 15 milliliters, $89. Topical roll-on, 59. Ours is 30. You can go look at what 1,500 milligrams of CBD oil is going to get you on the open market, and it's usually around $80 to $120. Ours, way less. Delta-8, same. So if you want to accuse me of things, then accuse me of things that I'm actually guilty of, which you've got nothing. But what you get mad at is when a veteran, one of your own, actually casts off the idea of I'm only a soldier and actually enters into the business world to make something of himself. And says my identity is not just being a veteran, your types of loser veterans don't like that. You don't like seeing somebody successful. Why? Because basically what it does is it shines a light on your inability to leave behind probably the peak of your entire life because you're never going to be better than what you were in the military. Why? Because you lack ambition and you lack drive. You're just a fucking loser and you're some of the most toxic motherfucking crybabies I've ever heard my entire fucking life. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's problem, blah, 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 blah. But the crazy thing is when you wore the uniform, you were all motivated, gung-ho, ho, 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 all this other stuff. You get out and then it's like, oh, poor me. And you just want to sit and cry in your own piss and shit. And that's why it's miserable being around veterans sometimes. No, I don't fuck with veterans very much anymore. I just don't. They've lied, they've cheated, they've stolen from me. Troy from fucking Active Heroes stole $8,000 from that nonprofit that I helped him raise. You get burned enough times and you finally get a little fed the fuck up with the entire community. Now, I didn't see you anywhere when I sold my Corvette or my fucking car for $14,000 and donated that to four or five different families. I didn't see you there. I didn't even see you contribute. I didn't see you at those VAs. I didn't see you when I was running these non donating my own time and my own money. I didn't see you there. What I did see you doing was sitting on your fat fucking lazy ass and doing dick all and complaining about successful people like me that actually go out there and take the fucking hits every goddamn day. And you don't like the fact that now I'm flying all over the world, doing tango, living my life, and I worked my dick off to get where I'm at today. So I'm sorry if you want to be a poor fucking schmuck nobody, that's your choice. I don't want to be. Why? Because I got ambition and a big fucking dick fucking loser veterans I can't stand you you're worse than fucking cancer I don't give a fuck about your service come out there and act like a complete asshole you sold out veterans fuck you you sold yourselves out you sit there and you whine and complain about everything under the fucking sun you do nothing about it and then when one of your own tries to do I'm sorry I didn't see the likes of Matt Best and the rest of these dudes doing what I was doing why because it was controversial I didn't see them out there doing that I saw John Burke out there doing it Getting a lot of flack for it, but I didn't see any of these other veteran influencers doing it. No, sir. Just me. Just me. But did you did you ever bring that up? No, probably not. Because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Half you dudes are just fucking idiots. And let's be honest, you were probably idiots when you served, too. You probably made guys like my life fucking miserable. Miserable. You little schmucks. Some of you I actually served with and I see on my Facebook timeline and oh my God, they were pains in the asses while they were in the service. But then they get out. It's like, oh, I miss being in the army. I miss the sting of battle. Bro, you were a fucking drunk. You failed your PT test every single time. You were a bane, a strain on all of us. It's fucking ridiculous. Every single one of these dudes, I was in the shit. No, you were in the radio room because you were too much of a shitbag to actually go out on patrol, or you couldn't even hit the broadside of a barn, or you were so fucking out of shape you couldn't even make it up the goddamn mountain. Mm. Just saying. just saying, and every single veteran knows this. But for some reason we gotta lie to ourselves, like, oh, it's such a great, it's the worst fucking community out there bunch of miserable motherfuckers reliving the past over and over again not that i'm saying there's anything wrong with that but dude if you got nothing else going on in your life you're a fucking loser that's just the way it is and i'm not gonna sit there and bring myself down and subject myself to the criticisms of would-be motherfuckers that woulda shoulda coulda but didn't have the fucking balls to do it but the fact that i did oh man they fucking hate you they hate you when you're trying to climb that mountain and then watch when you make it to the top of the mountain then they really hate you fucking ridiculous fucking ridiculous I love how you have this like Pepe the Gray in there I wasn't dumb enough to serve. Oh, good. Well, hey, hey, everybody, let's give him a round of applause. That's wonderful that you were so intelligent. Oh, good for you. Some of us were actually lied to and regret the fact that we were manipulated in such a way to buy into propaganda and look back and say, yeah, I really hate the government. But bro, everybody, can we just pin a rose on his nose real quick in the chat? You're above it. Congratulations. I never served the military industrial complex. Well, you know, for a while there was honorable to serve. A lot of people did want to go out and actually serve and do the right thing because they did it for the right reasons. But we were just lied to. But yeah, for your types, it's so simplistic. I wasn't supposed to shut the fuck up. You're probably some little bitch in college doing blow off your boyfriend's dick. You fucking losers get on my goddamn nerves. And the fact is, the military didn't man a lot of us up and made us the great warfighters we have today. Meanwhile, you little freaking cocksuckers go out there. And you're just like, oh, I, I was, I I I I have never been in a fight in my entire life. You fucking little pussies just annoy the ever-loving shit out of me. Like you're fucking so much better. What do you do now? Except sit here and you're like, I'm so smart. Can you somebody please give me some validation and look at me and tell me how smart I am? Meanwhile, somebody like me that had 13 years and a lot of time in combat says, yeah, man, we were lied to. We shouldn't ever let next generations make this mistake. But your types of fucking cocksuckers want to come in here and you want to start throwing some little slob attacks? Bro, I will fucking shut you down in a heartbeat. You're not smart enough for me. None of you motherfuckers are. I got a big fucking dick. What that has to do with anything, I don't know. But it sounds good as an insult, so shut up. Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. I'm surrounded by them. How do I draw these people in? I don't know. I'm so good. I'm so good.
1: I feel like you were looking at me when you said that. You fucking civilian piece of shit. <laughs> Got real uncomfortable
0: on the side of the uh, table, buddy. I gotta be honest. With fucking, you. fucking hate these guys, man. I hate these veterans. Are the worst. I'll say the quiet part. I don't give a fuck veterans are some of the dumbest laziest pieces of shit i've ever seen in my not all of them but fuck there's a good chunk of them that are you know dude i can't i can't even tell you the stories i get of people coming to my fucking dms people that i have helped out financially many times never publicized it and they keep coming back and they keep coming back and they keep coming back so dude what are you doing to fix your situation well it's the eeyore effect i don't know it's always somebody else's problem I'm doing my... It's like the Taylor Swift effect. Bro, the problem is you. It's not the 30 guys you fucked. It's you. You're the issue. Unfuck yourself. Christ. These people fucking annoy me. And then they get mad at you because you don't want to be around losers like that. But they think they think the fact that you both served, suddenly you have this unshakable bond. I don't know how you fuckers. I don't know if you were, like, good service member. I don't know. Half of you are probably shitbags for all I know. I don't don't even trust people in the same uniform. And combat veterans that actually been in there know what I'm talking about. You don't trust somebody just because they wear the same uniform. You trust them because they actually do their fucking job. Now, kiss my ass. Let's move on. Uh, It's been a while since I did a rant. I felt good. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. White House restores feed of Kareem Jean-Pierre's hostile exchange with reporter. President Joe Biden's White House restored the previously missing feed of Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre's hostile exchange with a reporter on Monday. She is really not good at her job.
1: Oh, she's awful.
0: She's really not good at her job. Hmm.
1: Do you think she might be a crack addict now after having this job? Man,
0: if she's not, she needs to be. Oh, before I forget, I'm holding my hand. I forgot to tell you about this. Rocket fuel sample, Delta A. We're doing a giveaway over on Kick at the end of the stream. I'm sending every day one of these free rocket fuels to a lucky subscriber. Now, if you order from Shell Shock from now to the end of Fourth of July, while supplies last, you'll also get a free rocket fuel sample. This is sample size Delta Eight, three hundred milligrams. Pretty damn good. This Very is the oil. good. This is the stronger stuff because it's freaking uh, it's lingui. Ling- Do you have any more of those
1: T-shirts left to go with it?
0: No. Okay. I think those were a horrible. I thought they were great at the time too, but the color's kind of like, man, we're bringing it back to the Bugle area, era. Um, So the rocket <laughs> fuel, if you subscribe over on kick, the kick app, kick.com slash John Burke, $4.99 a month, you're entered to win. So at the end of the stream, we're giving one of these away. And then if you order from shell shock, CBD.com from now to the 4th of July, and you order a Delta eight product, you're getting a free one of these in your back at your package. Um, we can't, I'm not going to put these in non-THC packages because I don't want someone to run the risk of taking this and then failing a drug test accidentally. So if you order any Delta 8, Delta 9 THC based product, we'll throw a free 300 milligram rocket fuel sample in your order. Damn, damn, that's great. That's great. I'm not ahead and I will never stop. He can ban me if he hates the scent. No, you don't make the scent. You try to have this little fucking look at me. I'm so special, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's not dissent. That's you acting like an asshole. So I could, probably could ban you. So maybe just check your fucking ego when you want to come in my chat and act like fucking like, look at me, I'm special. Bro, good for you. But there was a lot of good people out there that served honorably. They did it for the right reasons. The government lied to them. Only later on, years down the road, did we learn the truth. And those very same people that were lied to are now standing adamantly against the military industrial complex. So if you want to sit there and stick that little freaking honka honka up your own ass and fart to hear yourself make a noise, you be my guest, but you're not special. You are not special. And don't you dare look down your nose at those that actually did it for the right fucking reasons. How dare you? So fucking dissent. It's not dissent. You're acting like a prick. And you can either change it or you can fucking leave. It's, I don't give a shit. I'll forget you the moment you leave. You leave. All right, let's keep going. Uh, the White House allegedly deleted an exchange between Jean Pierre Today News Africa correspondent Simone Adaba for its official live stream. During the exchange, Adaba accused the White House of discriminating against him. Oh boy. The White House has edited out every interaction between Kareen Jean Pierre and Simone Beta from their YouTube live stream. The White House under this administration were committed to the freedom of press. I want to be very clear about that, Jean-Pierre declared. So are you going to take questions from me because you've been discriminating against me for the past nine months, Adaba asked in response. Simone Adaba is back at it again in the press briefing. Um, Jean-Pierre then accused Adaba of being incredibly rude and threatened to end the press briefing if this continues. I've been in this briefing room. I've been trying to ask you questions yeah, when I am on. Adaba responded, you're not giving freedom of the press. Shortly after the incident, Adaba took to Twitter and accused Jean-Pierre of violating the First Amendment on what are some are calling the so-called chaos at the White House today. I was just trying to ask a question. It's a pity. What's going on? Adaba tweeted, how can Press Secretary Green, Jean-Pierre preach about freedom of press when she is violating the First Amendment many die to protect? May God help us. After Fox News reached out to the White House, the administration restored the missing portion of the stream, blaming it on an error with the encoder that, oh, shut the fuck up. Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, Pepe, you're banned. You're just being a prick at this point. Don't blame you because you felt no. You're banned. You want to act like a fucking moron? You be my guest. But now you're you're gone. Could have been respectful. Could had some respectful disagreement. But you want to act like a little fucking yeah? You're gone. Um. Yeah, the live feed had some issues. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely what it was. Oh, we had some encoder issues. No, we had issues before the stream. They didn't have issues. They knew that did not make her look good. That you got a dude that's African, that you were clearly ignoring his questions.
1: He's going at her hard, too. Good for him. He should. You know, these uh, immigrants that come over from these other countries. They don't give a fuck. They don't stand for that shit. They don't care. I forgot who said it, but, you know... Americans have become very, very sensitive when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, You go to enter the country and... They don't give a shit. They don't give nope. a shit. Nope. That's what I love. You know, America used to stand for, like, stuff yeah. like that. Now
0: we're just a you bunch get up of You can have a bitches. conversation, but yeah.
1: now you to left saying the N-word. Oh, like, yeah. You just can't even say words.
0: Yeah. 100%. That's nuts. Um... What they did was they pretended the feed had a problem on YouTube when we were live and then continued broadcasting after our exchange. Without that portion of the exchange, in doing so, they violated the public, public records act, ad, Adiba said. They only restored that portion after they were caught and called out. Long after the briefing, it was a total fraud. Adaba also claimed that Biden White House blacklist any reporter deemed problematic. Is Peter Doocy still there? Haven't heard him in a while. Yeah, I know. He was just going after her. He was whipping that ass. He was. He was. Huh. They Blacklist you, they don't respond to your questions, they don't respond to your email, they don't allow you to ask questions in the background. Out of well, I mean, my god, Biden, they're keeping him, they're steering him away from reporters. I mean, it's about freedom of the press, all this other Biden. Oh my god, he snapped at somebody. He... I saw that about asking, no! asking about if you ever had like uh Hunter told him about any of this. Yeah. He's like, no, it's like, a ah, gag. yeah, you did, it got, it got proven.
1: Get off my lawn,
0: it's crazy,
1: damn kids, it's crazy, that's crazy. It's crazy
0: um if you make the comfortable uncomfortable what happens to you is they try to sideline you and the other people will be afraid to even come okay so we get the gist of this um how do you rest uh, yeah whatever the encoder had some issues whatever uh cnn's jake tapper finally admits he's not a journalist you don't say you just figure your mouthpieces your surrogates for a bigger talking head what the hell are you talking about it's like saying don lemon is a journalist no sean hannity's not a journalist either i'm not a journalist Journalists go out there and conduct interviews, get the stories, get the truth, and they'll put a political bias spin on it. These guys are not journalists. I'm not a journalist. We're just opinion people. That's it. Don't conflate the two. Completely different. Naturally, he didn't come right out and say that. This is by John Nolte. Uh, He didn't have to. When Tapper said he would not host a town hall for a serious presidential candidate because he disagrees with that presidential candidate, that is admitting you are not a journalist. And he's 100% right on that one. So you're not going to host a town hall. Be a moderate. I'm glad he at least admitted his bias. So they're not going to make a moderator. But we all know that's how it's going to be. Uh, CNN anchor. Jack Tabor says he would not do a town hall with RFK Jr. And the anti-vaxxer activist who is inexplicably running as a Democrat due to his efforts to spread anti-vaccine propaganda.
1: Dude, are we, man, the fact that you're even so, still on yeah. this. So what is he, what anti-vax stance does RFK have? About the COVID one, that's that's it, it. that's it. But so no, all the other vaccines yeah, exactly. that have been very well tested. That's how dishonest these people are. Yeah, yeah. So an anti-vaxer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Why is Madonna <coughs> in the hospital again? That's I can't. All right. Do we? Uh, looks like a giant ant.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I have my fingers crossed on that one. It's like this is
1: it. This is it. They got her. Thank you. <coughs>
0: Don't have to be subjected to that freaking jigsaw-looking face anymore. Oh, my God, dude. But, it unfortunately, she was released. <laughs> she was released from the hospital. It was probably some infection from the amount. I mean, that woman <laughs> is She's Satan on Earth. That woman is the Antichrist. <clears throat> the stuff that she said, oh, my gosh, she's disgusting. Yeah. So, if, if Satan nasty. wanted to take her early, be my guest, bro. Get her little chamber ready. Oh, my. Elliot Page and other GLAD fascists demand censorship of trans facts. Ugh, just looking at this fruitcake, actress Elliot Page and the 250 other fascists published an open letter demanding social media censor facts about the trans movement. GLAD pushes an open letter demanding platform censor content that spreads malicious lies about medically necessary oh, excuse me medically necessary healthcare for trans youth. <clears throat> Three of the tweets, uh, Facebook, YouTube, too. okay. <laughs> that dude's looking buff. <laughs> You must take action against the rise of anti-trans and LGBT. No, absolutely not. Nobody likes you. Y'all are disgusting. You try to fuck children. That's what the LGBT is now. This is what you've been. This is all you've been about for the longest time now. Genital mutilation. You're the poster child of that. You cut your tits off. Like no, you're. I I don't want anything to do with you. I think you people are a bunch of wackos. You should be in institutions lies about the medical healthcare needed. No. What you're wanting is people to provide you medical services to help you with your gender dysphoria and your mental illness. In fact, the best thing to help you is to not give it to you and get you into therapy. That's why people don't agree with you. Put a shirt on. Put a shirt on. Nobody wants God to see your zipper It's disgusting. Gotta love this. Google withdraw sponsorship from drag show starring Peaches Christ, following petition by Christian employees. Woke tech giant Google has pulled its sponsorship from a San Francisco drag show after hundreds of its Christian employees signed a petition alleging that the performance was a direct affront to religious beliefs and sensitivities of Christians. The drag show features a performer named Peaches Christ. The fact that Google would even do that in the first place, it's already a slap in the face. New York Post reports the woke tech giant Google has withdrawn its backing from a drag show in San Francisco, a decision that came in the wake of a petition signed by hundreds of its employees who claimed the event was a direct affront blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. Google, known for its support of LGBTQ events, found itself in a tricky situation when it decided to remove the Pride and Drag show from its yearly lineup of LGBT Pride events. This movement was prompted by Christians employees that were not happy with the main performer, drag artist, Peaches Christ. How, and you know, this is what I love about you fucking, you bunch of homos out there. You sit there and you want us to love and respect you and say drag is art, drag is great, and then you have names like Peaches Christ and you expect us to just sit there and what, be tolerant and love you for it? No, you cocksuckers can rot in hell for all I care. You're so disrespectful. You're not like, you're not tolerant to Towards anybody. You want them to be tolerant. Tolerance for you is one way. And if people feel differently, well, then they're bigots. Well, then a bigot BI, be because you fruitcakes, you're going to burn. I'm tired of your degeneracy. And the fact that you went after kids, man, I think you should all be rounded up and put in camps. I do. Concentration camps, bring it back. Put every single degenerate, every single groomer supporter, trans, child mutilator supporter, put them in the camps. Put them in the camps. Send them to China. Get the Uyghurs out of there. Put them in the camps. It's disgusting. These people are disgusting. Peaches Christ? How dare you? How dare you? And you sit there and you slap against conservatives, you slap against those that are basically tolerant, and then you wonder and you pearl clutch. You pearl clutch when people pop back at you for your disgusting, just disrespect of their religion, no less. Their religion, no less. It's crazy. Mayor Adams, Eric Adams, man, I kicked that crackle's ass. Black racist up in New York. Likens white women to slave owner as he flips out over question on rising rent in New York City. Mayor Eric Adams compared a white woman to a plantation owner. Oh, where are we seeing this black liberal playbook I moved from? Man, I kicked that crackle's ass. Shut the fuck up, you racist piece of shit. The showdown took place at a community conversation event Adams hosted at Gregorio Luperin High School for Science and Mathematics in Washington Heights. In the footage from the meeting, Adams can be heard asking the woman to stand up after she interrupts him to call out that he raised the rent. Adams' administration came from under fire last week when the Rent Guidelines Board voted to allow rent hikes up to 6% on the Big Apple's 1 million rent-stabilized apartments. After Adams insisted that he does not control the Rent Guidelines Board, the woman continued her rant into a microphone. You said before, and after that, you supported these rent increases. The woman insisted by repeatedly jabbing her finger in Adams' direction. Adams, however, was not having the constituents' constituents attitude. First, if you're going to ask me a question, don't point at me and don't be disrespectful to me, he said calmly. If the mayor, I'm the mayor of this city and treat me with respect, that would deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. You're an employee of the city by the people. By virtue of having that position, you're a servant. You're not above. Get that out of your head. No, absolutely not. Don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. Adam's reprimand was met with a smattering of applause. You got to love how, don't talk to me because you're white and I'm black like you're some a kind of plantation owner. Bro, that is the thinnest, the thinnest defense you can have towards somebody that's pissed off at the fact you supported a 6% rent hike no
1: it, sir i don't know what you're talking about
0: what, what are you people i don't know what you're saying these 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 idiots these black racists are just out of control don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own how fucking dare you how fucking dare you racism Nothing was even brought up about slavery, but you made it about your skin color because you're a racist piece of shit black minority That's what your types do. Not all black people the racist ones Fucking pieces of shit.
1: That would have been awesome if they started talking like a southern
0: Well, I'm so sorry. I did did not mean to offend you. You're holding this Eric Adams. I'm so sorry You are it boys get back on hell It's fucking ridiculous You sit there and say the plantation that you owe, what the fuck? She's literally complaining, justly, might I add, about the rent hikes. I don't recall plantation owners going before a mayor saying, hey, it's your fault that the rent is rising, whether it be it or not, it is irrelevant, but you want to, this had nothing to do with race. And then you made it about race because that's all you've got. Rather than actually refute the criticisms, debate the criticisms, instead, you have to, I'm not like one of your plantation slaves. You ain't going to talk to me like that. Man, I'll kick that crack that. Man, fuck you. Fuck you. You got to appreciate this. You got to appreciate the level of racism this black piece of shit is like projecting towards this white woman. She didn't even make it about race. You did. Don't talk to me like that. I'm not some kind of plantation slave. <laughs> what? Well, then by that logic, we can't disagree with any black person, because if we do, you sound just like a plantation owner. That's how stupid these people are. And you know what's even dumber is when Republicans back down from this and don't call them on their bullshit. Make fun of them. Double down on it and make them look as stupid as they actually are. Can't fucking, can't debate the point? Use race. Run away. I'm a grown man. I walked into this room as a grown man, and I walk out like a room as a grown man. He continued, I answer your question. Go to the next table. New Yorkers took to social media to share their thoughts on the brief confrontation. Guy didn't answer his question. He didn't answer a question. Uh, good on the mayor. This is the 1950s Alabama. What the fuck? Did she call him like a house Negro or something? What are you on about? You can't, like, criticize a black mayor based upon his actions or inactions. This is how stupid this country's become, and leftists only further advance this narrative. But leftists, I'm telling you this right now, this is going to come back and bite you in the ass because it's the very same monster that you feed, cancel culture, Antifa, all these other things. It blows up in your face because you're so fucking stupid you don't even see it. You don't even realize it. You weaponize it because the sword's swinging away from you. But that very same group of people that you want to empower, and it's like, you can't criticize black people or are eventually get to turn around and do something or say something you don't like, and then when you criticize them, you're the racist, and you're not going to like how that feels. Or instead you will, and then you'll bend the knee and kiss some black shoes and say, I'm so sorry, Mr. Blackman. I didn't mean to criticize you. I don't, you better. I don't want to be considered a racist. I'm so sorry. Fuck out of here with this bullshit. It's New York City in 2023, and you don't cop an attitude like that with a prominent black man, one resident tweeted.
1: <laughs> you don't dare talk to the black man like that. How dare you? Get on your knees. Get on your knees. and Get this kitchen. ring. Get $10 out of your pocket and put so it in I- my hand. <laughs> now,
0: do it. What I love about this is you don't cop an attitude like that with a prominent black man. So you're saying by virtuous race, you can't disagree with him?
1: That sounds like black privilege to me. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I mean, look at this Ian Miles Chung. It says, Eric Mayer uh, Adams puts a white woman in her place for having the audacity to ask a white woman. I, I mean,
0: how dare you? How dare you talk to a black man like that? This white devil. What devil? I'm surprised she didn't pull out the whip and start beating him. Get out back in that field, you mayor has negro. How dare you raise that whip? The fuck out of here. She is a citizen and a taxpayer that asked the man that was elected to represent the people what the hell is going on with the rent hikes. And rather than again, refute her accusation, which she could have been wrong here. That's the other thing that's so important about this. Adams didn't even debate the topic. He just instantly went for the race card. And you tell me why white people are so fed the fuck up with this black American culture bullshit of racism that you espouse on the daily, and we're fed up with it. But if you say anything against it, you're racist.
1: No, you're not. Which again it goes to, here is a, a black man who somehow managed to become mayor of... Yeah.
0: One of the biggest cities uh, mm-hmm. in the country. Yep. And and doing a shitty job
1: at that. How did, he do, how did he do it? He's a black man. He's a black man. He, I'm surprised he got there without literally, getting lynched. Literally. How, how did so, that happen? It's so bad, right? It's so racist out there. The black people are getting lynched because they want to uh, run for office, right? How did he get past the Ku Klux Klan? Yeah, I'm sure. How they were does guarding he get down the street? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Somehow he made it.
0: I just find it very interesting how that guy can literally sit there in a town hall meeting and say, I kicked that cracker's ass. That's not racist. But if you say nigger, oh, you're just a horrible human being. But it's okay to say cracker. This dude literally said it. Literally said it in the racial context of being racist. Being actually racist. Explain that one to me, America, because I don't fucking understand. And it. it's time people actually use some common sense and how we think about these issues because it's gotten fucking out of hand and just ridiculous. But this is what they do. This is what they do every single time. Deleting that off of Twitter, because I know they're going to fucking try and ban me for saying the N-word over there, even though I didn't say it in a racial context, and if that offends you, I really don't fucking care, because I'm not a pussy that like likes to dance around this shit. I don't normally use the word, but when you're making a side-by-side comparison, it's okay, in my opinion. If you don't like that, don't watch the channel. I don't fucking care. And no, using a racial word like that is not against the law. I know that makes a lot of people upset, but I really don't care. One woman who noted that she supported Adam's mayoral campaign wrote, he could find another avenue to reply to his citizens. He was defensive and arrogant. He made it all about himself instead of responding to her as a citizen of New York City, she said. Another online viewer agreed. Nothing that Adams is the public servant who works for her and other New Yorkers. At least he's supposed to. 100% right on this. $5 dono from Hobo. He said, hey, I'd like to introduce myself. Black community. My name is Hobo Chili. I have only one thing to say. I am not going to talk. Oh, fuck you. I'm not saying that. Mm-mm. Fucking Hobo. Um, and then last, and most certainly not least. You just got to love this. Ocean Gate Titanic sub disaster are still advertising Titanic trips after the catastrophic implosion of Titan sub. The price has
1: doubled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually no, we're running a 50% off discount sale. Hey, you want to go to Titanic? It's not 250
1: grand, it's not 175. I think they double it cuz if you're dumb enough to go down there. After that, oh my god. You're dumb enough to pay half a million. My god.
0: Can you imagine just the tone deaf response? After you had this massive Happened to your CEO, no less to the guy who owns the company, literally died. Literally died, and you're sitting there saying, Hey, want to come down to the Titanic? We got you covered. I, I, dude, I don't, I don't get these people. I don't get these people. It's just a one way trip down to the bottom to see the Titanic. Who wants to pay half a million? Hey, give us all your money. It's not like you're coming back from yeah, us. You don't need it. Shit. Yeah, oh my gosh, Get dude, on board, dummy. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it oh my god that's where we're at folks that's where we're at all right that concludes today's episode hey if you're watching us over on the kick streaming app don't go anywhere we're going to have something for you right after the show we're giving away this rocket fuel if you are not a subscriber on the kick app go subscribe now it's 4.99 a month uh maybe we should do one for rumble and kick because i know you can subscribe on rumble but i don't know how to like tell if like people are rumble subscribers on kick they can rumble still new with this we'll just keep it for kick for now uh, if you're over on Kick, do me a favor. Go to uh, kickcom slash John Burke. Download the episode. And uh, can you turn up the volume for the music, please? Um, for some reason, the music volume is not playing. I don't have it going. You don't? Well, that's weird. Huh. Probably because I got a muted in the thing because I'm an idiot. Oh, my gosh. I'm just a dumb cracker. It's okay. I can say it. I'm white, right? That's the rule. <laughs> Anyway, go check us out, uh, kick.com slash John Burke. podcast is downloaded on all platforms. I believe I've unscrewed the podcast issue. I think we're good now. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on Podchaser. It's everywhere. Just go look up All American Savage Show. I've had to remove the old feed. The new feed is now live. Do me a favor. Go subscribe on iTunes, wherever podcasts are downloaded at. We're there. Appreciate you. Love you guys. Love everything you do for us. Thanks for all the subscribers over on Kick come check it out again kick.com slash john burke head over there now we're about to end the stream and go do the giveaway rocket fuel over there you got anything to add i love you guys and until next time stay savage America.